What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here with me today. We have another episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen here on the Inspired Choices Network. Where else would you want to be hanging out? So today we are going to continue on with part two of people pleasing. And if you weren't with us last week and haven't had a chance to uh, go and listen to the replay, I really, really recommend that you do so after today's show. Don't go now. You're here now. Hang in with us for this show. And then you can go back and listen to the replay and put it all together and uh my hope is that it will give you a very well-rounded look at what people-pleasing is from my perspective, from my personal experience, from my personal healing, and working with uh, my clients. We toss the word around or the phrase around people-pleasing or being a people-pleaser all the time. And I think as a result, it's led us to almost ignore it or just accept it or, well, that's just how everybody is. Well, what if that is not true? What if you have just become accustomed to or bought into a belief or a way of thinking that now has you stuck, has you trapped, has you caught up in a way of behaving that used to benefit you and most likely really isn't benefiting you in the way that you think it might be. And so I am a coach and an energy healer. I am an expert energy healer. And as a result, when I work with you, when I work with my clients on something like people-pleasing, What's really necessary is to go in and go underneath and into that inner side of you that truthfully you've been hiding. And as a result, to keep it hidden, you've adopted certain ways of being, such as being a people pleaser. Now, your reasons for starting down this road or journey of being a people pleaser, you know, as I said last week, are very innocent in most cases. You weren't even aware of what you were actually doing as a young child. And again, please go back and listen to last week's show. But I want to remind you right, that from a psychology perspective, people-pleasing is far more about belonging or not being abandoned than it is about actually looking to do something nice for another person. Right. So with that in mind, let's look at a little bit more of um, people pleasing, how it's interfering, why it has us stuck. And 
I really want to bring to your attention and remind you, yeah, more that, more so remind you that being a people pleaser, whether it's been for the last 15, 18 years, or like myself, or over 60 years, it doesn't matter. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't go into judgment about it. Don't think you've done anything wrong because you have not done anything wrong. All of the thoughts and behaviors you brought forward were for a really good reason in the moment that you sort of solidified them into your way of acting, being, and thinking. All right. However, choices we made when we were young that we still hold on to when we're many, many years older often do not work for us in the same way as they did when we decided that was a really good idea. And because it becomes so autopilot, so automatic, just that reaction, we don't even notice that we're doing it. It just it, it flows. It's there. It's just part of us. And one of the greatest, okay, I was going to say difficulties, but I think more drawbacks is probably a better word. A, a drawback of this way of being is we ignore our autopilot behaviors. They're just there. The body the mind, the universe overall, all loves things to be comfortable. And some may argue that the universe may not like things comfortable. The universe, will, from my perspective, will assist in keeping things comfortable for you until you give the universe an indication that you're ready to change. Then it can bring things forward and disrupt so much. And that's okay. And I can help you with that. But we do go through those times when we give out that, that frequency, that vibration, that thought process, something that is saying, okay, enough. This has to change. Those words are heard and you start to put it in motion. So today, let's start to put into motion that change to create another way of being without falling back on being the people pleaser. So last week I asked a couple of questions, you know, I had you hopefully think about, okay, where in your life are you being a people pleaser? You know, were you able to slow your thoughts down enough to catch when that was happening? I really hope so. I really hope our conversation brought that forward for you because Without the awareness that you're doing it, then you're not going to know that you have the option to change it. Like you're just not. It's not going to be there for you. So it's about the need to belong. So what is that telling you? Where are your fears about not belonging? Where are your fears about maybe not being correct about something, which could result in you not belonging with someone, with a group in some situation, some community. 
it's time for all that to change. And we're going to look at that today. Are you ready? <laughs> no, I ran into, and I know, you know, those of you who are with me all the time, you know, I share a lot of my personal experiences. Well, I'm going to share one with you right now, too. Uh, yesterday evening, my husband uh, had an accident and got a really bad cut, a scoop of skin flesh coming out of his finger. And so it needed medical attention. No problem. We did all the things we needed to do. But as we were leaving the doctor's uh, appointment, uh, I needed to go to the drugstore to pick up the necessary things required to look after this wound. And he's like, oh, well, just go there now. I'll come with you. And I looked at him and said, no, you don't need to come. You need to go home. He said, no, no, it'll be fine. That was an automatic people-pleasing. When I asked him truthfully, I said, truthfully, would you prefer to go home? And he paused and went, yes. Which is what I was going to do anyways. I wasn't going to drag him around. I was taking him back home so he could rest and then I'll go and get the bits. No problem. But that was a perfect example of going to autopilot. So instead of putting me out, because he was already grateful that I you know, had driven him to, to get care. And then I was going to go and get what we needed to continue with the care for healing. And then, of course, I'll do energy work or have been doing energy work to help with the healing as well. But he kept himself second and said, yeah, I'll, I'll go to the drugstore with you. I'll, you know, I'm sure he would have thought he'd stay in the car, but it was not necessary. What have you done that's similar? When have you said, oh, sure, let's go and do that, when you knew that you really didn't wish to do that, but you didn't say anything? It's so automatic. So, yeah, there's a little bit of my personal <laughs> experience last night with it. I felt better. He felt better when it was brought to both of our attention as to what just happened. He was doing better when I got home because, of course, the wound was hurting and aching after being seen by a doctor. But he was willing to put up with that when it wasn't necessary. All right. Have a look in your own life. Listen to the words you say. Watch how you are responding, reacting is a better word, but to any situation or question. Okay. In most cases, when we go into autopilot, it is to keep a part of ourself hidden. It's often to keep our fears hidden. It's often to keep our point of view about something hidden. We hide all of these different aspects of ourself as to not create any waves or ruffles in the moment. We don't want to perhaps escalate a situation that we're in that may be uncomfortable. Now, if your safety is involved here, or there's potential harm for you, yeah, you do what you need to do, 
to make sure everything is safe for you. And then you get out of that situation. But if it's just not to hurt someone's feelings, or if it's just to uh, appease somebody else because you think that that's what they would prefer, okay, then that's when we have a difficulty. When we choose to hide who we are, we can't fully show up. So who is showing up is a false representation of you. It's an illusion that you're putting forward that you want other people to accept. That you want other people to approve of. That may sound a little harsh. I'm sorry if it does, but it's true. If you're hiding aspects of yourself, there's a reason behind it. You may have had a bad experience when you said something. You may have had something happen that inside you went, whoa, no, I'm never doing that again. And again, right? That was fine in that moment. But does that still work for you? down the road, whether it's days or years or however long. Be honest with yourself. Look at this. Pick a situation where you know that you went into that behavior and allow yourself the vulnerability and the strength to look at it and see truly what was going on. What was behind those choices, that action, that behavior, that silence that you may have had? And then go deeper. Don't accept that first response, that first awareness. It's what your brain wants to give you first in hopes to like, okay, we can get off this topic now. This will keep him her fine like this is okay but truthfully there's more below that that is the true reasons why you behave in the way you do and I find it's really it's kind of fun sometimes when I'm working with my clients and my intuition ticks in and it's like oh wait I mean that's true what you said however and then I ask a question and it's like their eyes change and it's like a light bulb goes on in their in their mind. And it's like, oh, wow. Like, where did you get that from? And we start to get down and dig deeper into the reasons behind that first thought or that first awareness. And this is how you unravel and understand. And this is why it's really great to work with somebody. You can do it on your own. It takes more time. And it takes more effort to, be, to truly be honest with yourself and keep digging. Because when we're on our own, it's very easy to just think, okay, that's cool. I'm done. And you hold yourself back. Because maybe you really don't want to know. And sometimes that extra support and that extra energy is required for you to feel safe. All righty. We are going to go for our first break. Give some thought as to one time when you know you go into people-pleasing behavior and look at, okay, what is it about that that I need to respond in this particular way? 
And when we get back, all right, we're going to be um, discussing, well, something really exciting. I have a brand new offer that I want to share with everyone. And then we're going to also dig in a little more deeply based on some of the cards that I pulled to understanding the importance of actually going in and looking at the behaviors underneath everything. So don't go away. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. We're here again, right, on the Inspired Choices Network, here with myself, Karen Leslie, and uh, I'm the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, and I'm so grateful you're here, and we'll be right back with you. All right, thanks, everyone. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. And for those of you who are watching this being live streamed right now, because this is a newer offer that we have on the Inspired Choices Network, you know, also know that you can pop over onto the inspiredchoicesnetwork.com website forward slash chat room, and you can come in and ask questions and be a part of the program as well. So, but for those of you who are watching the live stream, thank you. Isn't this fun that we can do it this way as well? So I tell you, there's always new things advancing and, you know, Inspired Choices Network is always looking to find better ways, new ways, more advanced ways to get our shows out there and to help us spread the word around the world so that we can help more people, connect with more people, build more friendships, and just everything. It's amazing. And of course, our producers are the best. So thank you, Sarah. So what I want to say is my announcement is on Saturday, which is July 22nd, 2023, it's my birthday and I'm going to be 65 years old. I cannot believe it. Um, yeah, so much for that. It doesn't matter, but I'm going to be 
65. And I was thinking, all right, um, to be perfectly honest, I never believed I would ever, that I would live this long to be 65. That was never on my radar when, especially when the suicidal thoughts were really difficult to be with. I never looked into the future. So the fact that I'm here now, it truly is a celebration. And I don't know how you're supposed to feel at 65. I don't think, I don't know. I feel great. I don't know how you're supposed to be. And the number doesn't bother me at all. And I, I want to celebrate it. So here's what I'm doing. So normally when you work with me for one hour, it's $120 Canadian for those of you listening around the world. So I'm offering you a one hour session for just $65. Why not my birth, my number of years that I've been here on this planet. And because I love the number 22, the day of my birth and being a master number, and it comes into the numerology for me in different ways. I am going to offer this, yep, for two, 22 people, right? So make me busy. Like, I'm okay with this. We'll make this work out. Now, here's what you have to do, though. You must book and pay for your session. So $65, and you must book your session between now, today, which is what, July 19, 2023, and have it booked between now and August 31st, 2023. So those of you listening on the replay, you know, you may have only a couple of more, couple of weeks to book this in, but that's okay. And I'm keeping track of the number of people at 22. I'm cutting it off and we'll be done. All right. So if, if you haven't worked with me and you're curious about what it might be like, here's a really great way to do it. It's almost 50% off. And as I say, only 22 people. So you've got between now, July 19, 2023, until August 31st, 2023, to pay $65, get one hour session with me. Now, if you can't make the session and we can't rebook before August 31st, you'll lose it. All right. I will not be extending this past that date. So just know, make sure you understand what's going on. All right. There we go. You can find me through all social media. You can send me an email, karen at karenlesley.ca. Maybe put it in the uh, the subject line, like birthday celebration or birthday offer, something like that. So then it's flagged and I will see it quickly and we can get everything done. So a little bit of maybe, and here's a great question. What do you do in an hour session? <laughs> How do we know what we need? Well, hey, are you struggling with people pleasing? We can work on people pleasing. We can go in and see, okay, so what is this fear? What has caused you to be a people pleaser? And let's look at changing it. So you will get tools. I will give you tools you can use on your own. We will do some form of energy work. Now, depending on who you are and what your circumstances are, that's going to dictate what I will be choosing for you in the moment. Often, Though we come up with some form of trauma or drama or something in your life that has caused or started this way of behavior and this way of thinking. So we may do some work on uh, releasing trauma. I do not go into what the trauma is or was. 
What I do with trauma work is I ask you to understand how that situation is affecting you today. How is it influencing you? How is it limiting you? How is it causing difficulties in your day-to-day living now as a result of what you experienced? So when those triggers come up, how are they impacting you? That's what I work with. That's where I start. And we minimize to possibly even eliminating those triggers. So this can be for any form of trauma, not just something that causes you to be people-pleasing. So that they no longer have that effect on you anymore. Then you start to actually live. You start to go through your days always without worrying about when a trigger is going to come up, when something's going to activate that memory and that stressor inside you. It's really powerful, works really well. You could want to work with me because of limiting beliefs you have or repetitive thoughts that are going on over and over again in your head. How do I stop these, Karen? I keep thinking this. That can change. there's numerous things to be honest and I know this is broad and all the coaches out there are going to probably be on my case but really anything if there's an area of your life that's not working well for you it's because of a belief a thought an action or something like that that you're continuing to hold on to that's where we go That's what has to change. And then there's that ripple effect of that no longer being your driving force or the wall that you've placed around you that's keeping you in that way of thinking or in that behavior. All right. I'm in. Sign me up. (laughs) I've got in the, uh, the chat room. Okay. Just let me know. There we go. We've got one person already. So 21 more spots left open. So, yeah. Let me know if this is something that is of interest to you. You're the first to know. I haven't put it out on any other social media yet. So here we go. Now, I want to go to the couple of cards that I pulled when looking at people pleasing for the second part. And one of the cards was called Honor Your Feelings. And this is so important because a people pleaser hides their feelings. They don't allow them to come out. They don't want their emotions to be seen or witnessed for fear of judgment or some other response that's going to come around, right? When you can't fully express yourself and you need emotions to fully express yourself, right? I mean, if I just sat there and said, it's my birthday Saturday, I'm going to be 65. Would you like to have an offer from me? Ah, no. Right? Versus me being excited about it and happy to share this with you. We need to be able to express. So what if you find you are holding back, your your you know, your band of emotions is pretty tiny, then that's something to look at. That is keeping you in this way of thinking, right? We hide emotions to hide different aspects of ourself that we feel will not be accepted by others. 
The second card I want to briefly bring to your attention was one that talked about what was called the inner voice. So we ignore our inner voice to the nth degree. And the more we're on autopilot, the more we ignore it. It's just like, oh, yeah, find that chatter, whatever. And we we gloss over it. We just throw it off to the side. And our our mind does this on purpose. Because that little thought, that inner voice may contradict a firm belief you have. And if it's going to contradict it or create waves or create some form of disruption, the mind's going to like toss it out, right? Because the brain, the mind wants to keep you safe, wants to keep things kind of static. It wants to keep things in the status quo because this is what is working. So those inner thoughts that would change something, the mind doesn't really want them. So this is where you need to be listening where your awareness is so important. And I mean, I've done this. A thoughts come in and I was like, wait, what was that? And I, I'll, I'll say, tell me that again. Show me that again. And I'll pause. And I'll wait. And I might need to say it again. Tell me that again. And then I get it again. And I am able then to tap into and hear, feel what that inner voice was trying to communicate to me that got brushed aside. It's really important that you listen to that inner voice. It has so much knowledge and wisdom, care, compassion, love for you. So even though you've brushed it aside for decades, maybe. That love and compassion for you never dwindled, never left. It never got burnt out. It's there like, no, hello, hello. I'm still here. Maybe today he'll listen to me. Maybe today she'll hear what I have to say. It takes some courage. It takes being a little vulnerable. But it's so important to know what that inner voice is communicating to you. It really is. Wow. We are at our third, our second break, at least already. Not so much my inner voice talking to me. It's Sarah, my message for my producer. <laughs> so while we're on this break, think about how many times you ignore or just brush off thoughts or ideas that come in. Why would I think that? Oh, that's odd. No, throw that one out. Well, it may be odd. It may be different. It may be unusual. It may be challenging. And all of those are reasons to listen. When everything's a status quo, you stay put. When everything is running on program, you stay stuck. When everything's comfortable, you don't grow, you don't evolve, 
your vibration doesn't change. You don't emit anything different to attract anything new. So think about this. We're going to go to our break. We'll just be a couple of minutes. And thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for being here to hear my wonderful, well, I think it's wonderful, birthday offer for everyone. And when we come back, we're going to look at, okay, how do I stop this automatic process and begin the change to decrease being a people pleaser? All right, so don't go away. Thanks for being here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. All right, everyone. Thank you. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Okay, welcome back. And remember, send that email to karen at karenlesley.ca and put in the subject line, birthday offer. And let's fill it up with the remaining 21 spaces that are there, because as I said, one is already taken. <laughs> All right. So let's look at the steps that are necessary to come out of being a people pleaser. All right. I already alluded to one before we went on our break. Listening. Knowing and acknowledging those little thoughts. And you may think they're just a little nothing thought that come in, but truly the magnitude or the benefit of that air quotes, little thought can be life-changing, right? Remember, it's all about perspective. You know, you've got your normal way of thinking and doing, behaving, tasks, how you respond with people. And it's been great. Even if you may kind of get ticked or annoyed because of your people-pleasing behavior, truthfully, a bigger part of you thinks this is great because you keep doing it. You keep hiding those parts of you, and that's cool, until you want to change it. So you need to, and I know there was the word need, so what? We really have to listen to those thoughts. 
and then listen to the words you're speaking. When are you saying yes? When everything in your body went, ah, and you wanted to say no, or the other way around. You know, we went out uh, yesterday, um, my husband and I, and we went and found a brand new um, conservation area about 45 minutes from us that we had never been to before. So the previous evening, uh, Monday night, we were saying, okay, what would we like to do tomorrow? My normal response would be, I don't know, anything will be fine. Let's just go and do something together. I changed that. I actually said, let's go somewhere for a walk that's near water that we have never been to before. Now, the water came up because this was also um, had to do with um, the new moon and some of the information I had channeled for that and, and uh, the importance of being by water. And so I wanted that within the first three days of the new moon energy. So Tuesday was perfect. The my husband kind of looked at me and went, oh, okay, cool. So I, I got my phone out. I Googled a couple of things. And I came up with this brand new place that we had never been that we went to yesterday. So what a character for me. And we had a wonderful time. And I acknowledged, as did he, that we only went there and had such a wonderful time because I suggested it. I found it. And I said, let's go here. That normal I don't know, wherever you'd like to go will be lovely. It didn't feel good. It wasn't the truth. I'm sure anywhere my husband chose would have been lovely, but it was not what I truly wanted in that moment. So I changed it. I caught it. I didn't actually say it out loud. And it made a huge difference in me showing a part of me in making a choice for something that is unknown that I've been uncomfortable to do. Fortunately, it all turned out really well. If it didn't, if the place had been a total disaster, that's fine as well. Because there was still information there for me to help me in the next choice that I'm going to make. So listen. Listen to those, those words you hear and those words you speak. They roll off your tongue so automatic you don't even recognize you're saying them. All right. I kind of said this one already. Reconnect to your body and know your body's yes and no. Right. When I said, you know, how my body would just kind of like pull back and it just it, that's not what it wanted. You know, that was a bit of an exaggerated saying of, you know, my body would just go like, no. So when you know how your body feels when something's correct for it in that moment. And when you know how your body feels when something is not correct for you in that moment, it makes choosing so easy, so easy. Now, it can take a little practice, not a problem. But it's really important to be connected to your body, to be able to tap into its knowing and its wisdom 
And your body wants to take care of you as well, just like your brain does. So it does have your best interest at the forefront. It does want you to create, you to enjoy, you to receive. But you'll only be able to grant that gift to yourself and your body when you use your yes and your no truthfully. Right? So that's really important. Know your yes, know your no. And if you're kind of stuck and you don't get either one, perhaps it's because you need more information in order to be able to get the yes or the no. So ask a question. Yeah, ask. It's okay. And then keep asking the questions you need for you to be able to get the response, the yes or the no. The next is understanding what it is you wish to hide. What aspect of you feels so uncomfortable that it needs to be kept hidden in order for you to be able to stay belonging somewhere? So this really requires working with somebody, to be, be perfectly honest. But when you can stop just going along with what everybody is saying and just being in agreement all the time and understanding what it is that you won't allow others to know about you, there is so much freedom there. And when that fear is gone, that worry about judgment and the whole list of different ways I can describe this, then if you run into a, a criticism, a judgment, somebody responding in a way that um, may be uncomfortable, you are so much stronger and so much more capable of working with that than you would have been if you stayed in that place of fear. Like I was saying, if the, the, the conservation area we went to turned out to be a total bust, I would have dealt with that in a completely different way, in a healthier way, and not beating myself up about making that choice than I would have in the past. Because I've come to trust my body when it says yes and no. I've worked with it enough that I can trust it. Right now, as a people pleaser, you're not trusting who you are. You're not trusting you, which is why you're hiding parts of you. You're hiding aspects of you that you don't feel you can trust. When you can come to that place of trusting them, then no matter what somebody says, you're going to be dealing with it in a really healthy way. I read something. I'm not going to be able to remember the words correctly in this moment, but it was to the effect of when everybody knows your flaws or your faults, and you do as well, then none of them can be held against you. That may sound weird, but when you know some of your weaknesses and you know some of your strengths and somebody challenges either one, you can be very neutral. The words can just pass by through you. 
Like I know I have real difficulties at times with my memory and there's certain reasons why that's the case. So I no longer hide or pretend I, I don't have any troubles with that. I acknowledge it. Like I'll often say to family when they say, oh, do you remember? And I, I'll go quite honest. No, I don't. And I'll say, keep talking. Maybe it'll come back. And I just acknowledge that they're and thank them that they're actually helping to fill in the memories that I'm missing in that moment. They feel good. I feel good. And I no longer feel like I'm inadequate in some way. A bad mom because I don't remember something that my child did or whatever the situation is. You know, I have massive gaps in my memory due to different traumas that things are just black. It's not there. It was so stressful to hide that. And then to pretend that I, I remember and say little bits to try and get more information. But then if I said something that didn't match, because I actually truly didn't have that full memory back, that was worse. Because then I got called out on it. Like, no, no, that didn't happen. What are you talking about? Right? But when I know there's an area of me that's not as strong, I work with it. Cool, not a problem, right? So understand what's going on, all right? Know your yeses and nos. Listen to that inner voice. Understand what you're hiding and why. And then allow yourself to trust you so that you no longer need to hide that. Three excellent foundations for coming out of people-pleasing. Alrighty, we are up to our final break now. Thank you for being here with me today as we continue to talk about people pleasing part two on the Inspired Choices Network here. So don't go away because when we come back, we're going to wrap all of this up as we always do in our last segment together. And so you can move forward in a healthy way in changing those parts of you that you would like to change. Cool, right? All right. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes, everyone. Thanks so much. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Okay, welcome back, everyone. So how do we wrap all of this up, right? We're talking about people-pleasing, and now, in particular, stepping out of people-pleasing. Now, I've given you, between last week's show and today, so many reasons as to why you may have become a people-pleaser. 
And I do understand from my personal experience and then just kind of tapping into to people. I do understand that being a people pleaser has an element of comfort. Well, a large element of comfort, but there's part of it that you really like because you know you're helping somebody. So stopping being a people pleaser does not mean, not at all does it mean that you stop helping others. But you know why you're helping that person. You're choosing who you wish to help and the manner in which you're helping. You're doing it from, right, here we go. You're doing it from that place of kindness, that place of kindness for yourself and kindness for the other person. So important. The other person may think that there's kindness involved when you're going on the autopilot of people pleasing because they're getting what they want, whether they're conscious of it or not. But your energy has gone into uh, mm, blending into the environment you're in, whether it's one person or 20, it doesn't matter, to achieve a certain result. And those who are receiving that energy that you're putting out will be very appreciative of it. So when you stop being that person, stop being that people pleaser, in all honesty, you may find a couple of people, maybe more than a couple, that are going to like, you always say, sure, that would be fine. And you didn't at that time. And they don't understand that. And maybe they were banking on that you would say that so they could do whatever it is they wish without actually having to acknowledge it to you. So just know that that could happen. And it may feel uncomfortable. But as I said before the break, if you truly understand the reason for the autopilot response, and understand what brought that forward so that you can change it to now be able to trust yourself, to trust what you would like, to trust to speak clearly, then it will be okay when that person responds differently to you and wants to know, okay, what the heck's up with you? Your whole energy will shift when you step out of people-pleasing. My experience is there's been a far more genuine, uh, a far more genuine gratitude for myself, for the other people, for the environment I'm in, far more joy in my day-to-day living and joy in allowing myself to actually experience something that I wouldn't let myself before. My trust in me, my trust in in my environment is growing. My fears are decreasing. And it's a beautiful way to live. So, yeah, your mind's going to have all kinds of rebuttals for that because it has been so good being that people pleaser. But truthfully, there's even more waiting for you on the other side. There's more for you. There's more for everyone around you. 
your energy changes and think of that ripple effect as it goes out how it can help others. Think of the role model that you can be for those who actually look to you for that. Regardless of age, I was going to say those that are younger. But no, we can be a role model for somebody at any age, right? Those of you that know my Uncle Art, he recently passed away, almost 99. He was a role model for me, and I was a role model for him. He told me that time and time again, even though I was, you know, 30 plus years younger than him, 35 years younger than him, right? So who you can become, the energy you will be, that kindness to yourself, the cells of your body will start to heal as your gratitude increases and your fears and hiding decrease. It's a total win-win, an absolute win-win. Are you feeling courageous enough to try it? Have you seen areas in your life from our conversation over the last two shows that have brought it to your attention that, hey, I don't want to continue to do this, right? Reach out. Let's work together. Take advantage of this $65 special. Let me help you come out of people-pleasing. Let me help you heal the trauma that you have been hiding that perhaps you're not even aware of. It is so manageable. It truly is manageable. And it's often those little, just insinuous, insidious, sorry, um, comments and things that happen just all the time, quotes, air quotes, innocently, that are not innocent and have created the need to hide parts of you and created the need to make sure that you can belong in all of these different areas of your life. So again, you have between now, July 19th, 2023, to pay for and book your one-hour session with me for only $65, and it must be held between now and August 31st, 2023. Do it. Send me an email or find me on all the different social medias. And until then, I'm sending you waves of kindness. And next week, we're talking about the spotlight effect. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.